following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian and I take one more trip back to the film room ahead of the 2022 NFL draft and take a look at some of our favorite of the highest prospects. Aiden Hutchinson, George Karloftis, Daxton Hill, and Chris Alave are our targeted collegiate players today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Hello. Hello. Hello, blue box. Yeah, I hate technology. It's been absolutely <laughs> awful today. Uh, not great. Not fun. Just an overall not fun day. Yeah. My computer is on death row. I mean, it has to be upgraded, but um, there's that. I haven't slept. Easter hangover. Dingus day. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I am tired and... Yeah, but how are you? I'm I'm good. I don't celebrate Dingus Day. What's it like? What do you do? What's it's, what's? I'm not even Polish. Yeah, you're not. You get you mean you have very British English names. <laughs> you really can't beat Finch and Johnson. Those are smack dab in the middle of the UK. <laughs> Pretty much. I have oh, to yeah. preface this because sometimes my wife always happens to listen to my podcast episodes when I say something insulting. But her and her friends like to culturally appropriate the Polish and celebrate Dingus Day. I'm not a fan. Don't like it. But I do it because I love my wife. You're probably not listening to that part. Um, Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I just went through it. Hell on Easter. (laughs) Right. I hate holidays so much, except the Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Best one that I hate. Oh, I hate it. Why do you hate it? Because it's hot and loud and obnoxious. That's why God created swimming pools. Yeah, not for fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know. I'll I'll get in if the kid, my kids are getting in. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm not comfortable. I don't feel good. I don't feel good when I'm in there at all. Even though I got my uh, swimming shirt on. That's why you wear. Yeah, as I was gonna say, that's why you wear a shirt like your trailer am, park. So Dingus Day is for Polish people, right? But I'm almost 100% German. Like, no joke. I'm, like, loaded with it. Y'all invaded Poland. You're practically Polish. They're, they're neighbors. They're, they're, they share lineage for sure. Uh, but y'all, y'all owned them for, for a minute. The one thing that we know, I know for sure that seems to separate uh, us Eastern European people from the rest of you is uh back hair man back hair and chest hair and shoulder blade hair it's bad like that's a visual for the listeners i'm sorry but it's the truth it's that's who i am and it's part of why i hate swimming pools i mean that's me too i mean i'm a yeah i'm italian i look like robin williams long lost son 
<laughs> yeah, he didn't have some mean body hair. That's for sure. Ugh, imagine getting in the bathtub after him. All right, let's move on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, that <laughs> was fun. We can just yeah, stop the episode. Everybody stopped listening. Um, today is our last day of the film room for the 2022 NFL draft. Next week, the 2.2.0 mock draft. Can't wait. Can I call um, it the mega draft? The the what? The mega draft. The mega draft? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want. I don't know. I just like the 2.2.0. Mock draft 2.2.0. Yeah, I struggle with that. You, we already know this. The 2022 Tuesday 2.2.0 mock draft. That's bad for my mouth. That's not going to work. <laughs> or you're going to have to make it work, bub. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so today's our last day of the film room. All right, we wanted to feature four more um, athletes, collegiate athletes, highly touted prospects that are coming out. Um, yeah, we got some fun ones today. I don't know. I wanted to make a joke there about eating a pizza and getting fired from my job, but I just it couldn't. Not, not purposefully, but the way that the world works and how there are synchronicities in life, that's Devontae Smith from Michigan in that video that's, <laughs> that's finding out he's getting fired for eating pizza. <laughs> One slice, apparently, a single slice of pizza. I don't and eat chicken that- salad. <laughs> Ow. I don't want um, none. Terrible. This is the dumbest thing ever. But me and you both picked a Michigan player. So we did. You are a Michigan guy. I love Michigan Wolverines colors because their name and colors were the same of the high school that I went to. Um, the Wolverines, blue and yellow, literally completely ripped them off. But uh, no winged helmet, though, because um, that is Cleve Hills. Cleve Hill has a has the Michigan winged helmet. Yeah. Niagara Falls actually put their put the Wolverine, the shitty Wolverine thing on it. Wait, with the sailor hat. What? There's there's (laughs) there's a Wolverine. There's an old Wolverine like logo where he's wearing a sweater and he's got like a a, a Navy Navy shipment, like shipment hat. Nope. It's uh, our Wolverine. This episode's going to be great. Yes. Our Wolverine (laughs) looks like a bear. It looks like a bear. It doesn't look like a Wolverine. It looks like a bear. Yeah. Yeah. It's goofy. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be taking uh, a look at Aiden Hutchinson. And you have selected Daxon Hill from Michigan. Daxon Hill, the safety, or is he a cornerback? The world may never know. Oh, we'll Um, find out. We'll find out. So a lot of defense today. A lot of defense. I think we only have one offensive piece in Olave. But um, let's get it started with some Aiden Hutchinson film. Um, we're not going to have the audio in the background. We're going to kind of live watch it. He is the projected number one overall pick. That is his strength. You know, big thing right now. They've been talking about it since last year. The uh, was it the Nat- no, not the it was the national championship game. Um, no, we lost in the semi. It was semi, it was the semis, and uh, yeah, so we, you know, watching that, he was the projected number one overall pick. It's been bounced around a little bit between him, uh, Trayvon Walker, I believe, but uh, large, he's going top, top three, I would dare so say. Apparently, apparently, 
Electric. He he has been a a shooting star up the draft board. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I, it's very hard to read the tea leaves right now. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but supposedly you're right. Uh, there there's some love. All right. So let's uh let's take a look at let's hit play. Uh at the same time. Three, two, one. Hitting play. All right. Uh, this video is from RSH Highlights on YouTube. Aiden Hudson Highlights 2021-22. Dude's ferocious. Number 97 uh, is who we are looking at here. I do like those helmets. Those are pretty snazzy. What's the first thing? Go ahead. He's gritty. I, I'm looking, I'm watching. I think it's the Ohio State one. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, He's just very gritty. His game isn't like clean. It doesn't seem like like technical wise. It's very gritty and hard fought. If you get kind of get what I'm saying. I totally um, do. Very handsy, right? It's it's like it's not like a clean break. The dude can hand fight really, really well. That's what we used to call it in wrestling, hand fighting. But I mean, he's he's quick. He's quick off the gate. I mean, that was some pretty good te- technique, too. But if push comes to shove, if you're if you know, if you're going up against some of the uh, elite tackles in the National Football League, the Teron Armsteads and, uh, you know, amongst that's the only one that comes to mind right now. Um, you know, that's how you got to win is is hard for you can't just go in there and chop and go. You're, you're not going to go in that regard. You're not going to just clear the offensive line. Um, oh, the video's coming in pretty good now. On, on the screen share. That's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, he knows how to get off blocks. Hutchinson does. That's what I'm seeing right now, too. He's there. He's there. He's there. Push moves off and, and just goes at the right time. Very good timing. Mm-hmm. What did you like about him? You're a Bishop, Michigan guy. What were some of your favorite traits of, of, of Hutchinson? His his motor is, you know, the exactly what you need at that position. He he never stops. He never gives up on a play. He's always moving forward. He's always finding the ball, going it to the quarterback. Doesn't give up. So that's the first thing. Uh, so anyone can do that. That's about effort. Effort's, you know, important, though. So he has plenty of effort. The other thing that I like about him, is his, he said it already, his hand usage is fantastic. You know, you can watch, um, you know, we're watching a play right now where they're playing against Northwestern. Yes. And it was subtle, but he's good at chopping. He's good at keeping his um, body clean from the blocker. You know, he's he's got great push off at the line to start with, a lot of power, and he converts that power to speed as well as anybody or I'm sorry, uh, speed to, to power too. So, you know, it, does he excite me like some other guys have in the past? Not necessarily because he's not exactly the most bendy guy, but he's a good, he's an, a plus athlete. He's not exceptional. He's, you know, he's getting comparisons to the uh, bosses of the world. Yeah. I don't know about all I, that. I right see away. it at times. I see it at times, but you know, that was only one year. The bosses, both of them, you know, were stalwarts at Ohio State. So. Right. Yeah. It The hand, I think that for me, it's the, it's the top three things, the speed, power, and hand placement. Like I say, he just knows how to manipulate offensive linemen. Again, these are highlights. We're not watching low lights, but I mean, just like 
I mean, Christ, how many sacks did he have last year? Oh, I don't know. But question. if he's not getting a sack, he's pretty disruptive in that backfield. That's, you know, that, that that's what I, what I'm seeing, uh, you know, from this, he's a, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Great technique. Yeah. He, uh, the one thing he does have going for him, but, uh, I mean, this goes for Trevon Walker too. Um, he had a phenomenal teammate on the other side of Jabo. So, you know, he, he's getting favorable looks at times just because of the other players around him. But that should be the way it is when he's, you know, whatever team he goes to, that's what you want, right? I mean, the the idea about the Bills getting a guy like Von Miller is that, well, it's not just Von Miller. It's Ed Oliver inside. It's Greg Rousseau on the other side. There's, you know, the linebacking crew. So he had four, those, uh, 14 sacks last year. Was that his? Yeah. Yeah. That was the most thing. sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he he was. This is the first year that he was a full time starter. Yeah, sixteen and a half for loss. Wow. The, yeah, dude. Sixty two total tackles. He he drives guys back more than anybody in this draft for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's got. I don't. Know, I don't know if he wrestled or not, but he just. He just has. It's, he, he just has that that awareness, that body awareness. That's. Mostly what I look like, he's literally pushing guys in uh, almost deceptively too. you try to see the you see the quarterbacks and listen, listen, Michigan doesn't play in a bad conference, obviously, at all. Um, this is Michigan's conference is, you know, one of the best, of the best. And he's I mean, he, he's the way he's pushing, it's throwing off the off the, the quarterbacks who are trying to scramble and make plays. And if Hutchinson's not getting to him, his guy on the other edge is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's the way it's got to work. Right. So I like him. I, this is why I want him to go to Jacksonville, but apparently this is, uh, this might not be as locked in as we all have thought. Um, <laughs> oh, it's Trevon Walker. We've already talked about it, dude. It probably is. It pencil, probably is. Pencil or actually permanent marker that in right now. Well, that's the, that's the one with the character. Was it him with the character issues? Uh, no, uh, I, Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Yeah. It, some of that might be some bad, just uh, teams trying to get him to drop. Well, Campbell said uh, that he one of them didn't fit. He said that Thibodeau didn't fit his culture in Detroit. Uh, wow, there's a quote. Really there was a quote I seen it say, come from somewhere about Thibodeau. Oh, this was just clickbait headline. Yeah, but um, I think I think they're going to take Hutch, and then I think what they're going to do is trade up in the draft to go get Malik Willis. My call right now. Don't hate that. <laughs> Don't hate that. Um, yeah, I love what I see from Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to say that top defensive ends or edge, edge rushers, however you want to say it, are like a dime a dozen at the top. But, bro, there's a lot. They're, they're kind of a dime a dozen at the top. There's a lot of really good ones. I'm literally covering two today. I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah. What with with some of the, the edge rushers. There's a lot of teams that need solid edge rushers too. I was uh looking at my boy Joe Marino's rankings over there at the draft network. So should give them a look. They're hardworking individuals that deserve attention. Um Joe has four edge rushers in his top twelve. Yeah, I can I can certainly see that. Yeah. 
I can certainly see that. I mean, I, like I said, our mock's going to be, you know, different last week than what it was. Um, yeah, I had Thibodeau, Hutchison, Karloftis, who we're covering today. And uh, and I'm missing somebody. But, yeah. Yeah, they, I could definitely see, uh, you know, foregoing in, in that group. Can we, can we watch so, a little bit more? I just want to just take a look at some other stuff from uh, Edenx out of it yet. Did you? No. Okay. I just want to watch a little bit more from uh, from Hutchison. Just do it like halfway back. Yeah. See, I have Mr. Sacco on his left hand. <laughs> Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Um. So the whole line got in on that play. It did. It did. He was in a bit of a battle though against number 79, but he still like broke off. Like there was, you know, he had the nice arm extension. He extended his arm all the way out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's definitely hard to get the, your hands on first. He's got long arms. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> Why did that tackle pass him off? I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure that out. For what a running back, yeah, that's yeah. a really good matchup right there. It's not a that's not a pass off. You, who else were you supposed to block? So bad, so bad. That was unblocked, but he rips the ball out. Yeah, that boy, good. All right, I've seen what I had to see about Mr. Aiden Hutchinson. That dude is uh, top notch, top notch, and. Uh, yeah, he should go to a uh, should go to a pretty. Some of those bottom those teams that are drafting towards the top, you know they they have I think nice complimenting pieces. I think, uh, which will only just help his transition even more. Yeah, I if he were to go to Jacksonville, like that's that's some next level pass rush ability on that D line. Yes. Yeah. That's a so, scary combo. Again, we talked about it before. Um, if he does go to Jacksonville, number one overall, him, Josh Allen, defensive end, Josh Allen. Uh, that's that's hard to block. You have to have two. Again, we, you know, we got to see how Aiden Hutchinson pans out, but you're going to have to have two very quality tackles <laughs> or, you know, put tight ends and blocking schemes just to kind of fend that off. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a quality enough tackle and tackles are thin in the national football league right now, they're very, very thin. Um, My, my personal opinion right now on what's what the offensive tackles on a whole offer around the league is slightly worse than it was, but with better floor, if that makes any sense, like the overall backup first initial backup tackle, I think on a whole, you're getting a better athlete nowadays than you were 20 years ago. Fair. But but at the same time, because of the way the league is played right now, those offensive tackles are taking high-quality reps every single play because of so, how often you have to pass block. So you're getting blitzed. You're getting stunted. You're getting, you're getting more quality snaps, I think, nowadays against your tackles from the edges than you were 20 years ago, if that makes any sense. No, it, it, it makes complete sense. You know, it, I mean, what 
Brian's trying to illustrate, I think, is that, uh, you know, the league has become more pass happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're constantly sending people to kind of disrupt the backfield. But at the same time, um, the defenders you're blocking against are, you know, so in some cases bigger, but a lot faster. Defense is oh, a lot faster. Defense is a lot faster than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, a lot of smaller guys, a lot in a lot of it's especially like, like linebackers and, and corner. Sometimes they're a little bit, I might kind of say small, but smaller uh, than they were 20, 30 years ago uh, to be able to make, you know, stuff happen. So the, the you have to have a very athletic tight uh, tackle to, to kind of be able to fend off some of these outside, you know, outside defensive attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have a top 10, you know, you're sitting pretty with a tackle that you could probably consider a top 10, but. I doubt there are many teams right now that don't feel decent about where they are at tackle. I would say that's just the bottom, maybe third. Say they might need an upgrade. Hard to say. (laughs) It certainly is. It certainly is. But all right. So uh, not that our opinion matters, but stamp of approval on Mr. Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Guy's a very physical athlete, very physical defensive end, ad rusher, however you call it. Um, and right now on paper and from what we've seen from his college highlights, uh, on track to be a, an absolute stud. And, uh, you know, with many college athletes, it's about where you land, not, you know, not how early you land. Yeah. I, I think, uh, thousand percent, thousand percent. So, all right, next up, we're going to go to his teammate, Daxton Hill. All right. Daxton Hill. What do we like about Daxton Hill? A five-star guy coming out of high school, playing three years at Michigan. He looks the part of 1,000% almost every time he's on the field. You rarely see him in a spot and you go, can't, be, can't believe you missed that play or, man, that was a bad read. Or he's just smart. He's explosive. He's everything you want right now as a hybrid safety. A guy that can play in the box. He's a good tackler but also a guy that's super, super fast for his safety and, and can get to anywhere on the field. So that's the upfront things. The other thing that I like about him is that he may be able to play cornerback. He hasn't been asked to do it, but that's mostly due to the fact that Michigan runs a lot of four two five nickel, which is rare in college. So he ends up playing, depending on the play call, he ends up playing like one of those like linebackers. You know what I mean? Right. So he, that's not the same role that he may be taking in the NFL. If he were to be a safety, he'd be deeper into the field. But with a cornerback, um, what you're projecting is you know how crazy of an athlete is. He's He is as good as he was the day he came in, like, five-star guy he's still a five-star guy in my opinion he's he's a perfect prospect as far as athleticism so where do you decide to draft him this year I don't it, it all depends on what I think the true cornerback board looks like and you know Kyle Hamilton will go before him so it might be a domino effect it might be you see Kyle Hamilton go and then Dex your next guy up probably uh, I'm trying to see where I had him mocked at. If I did, oh, I had him going to the Detroit like late. 
like 32nd. Okay. But because they do need some safety, some safety help mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Let's roll some tape. I want to check this guy out. Okay. Let's roll in three, two, one. Space bar. A nice little tip drill to himself there using great coverage. Look at that awareness. What a good defense Michigan had. Oh, phenomenal. Uh, there he is sitting in a, probably like a cover two zone. Yep. Oh, yeah. Let's. He covers ground so fit. Oh, you're the dude. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> Violence is bad. Well, it's clean hit. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Oh, if you, if you're a defensive back, if you're a defensive back that can kind of get get there that quick into the backfield, yeah, you're good. You're pretty dang good at what you do. What was he throwing to? Yeah, not not good, but they won, so I can't say no. Michigan State, oh, they did win. Oh, yeah. This is when Walker went crazy. He ran all over us. <laughs> Ooh, a little pushing and shoving. Ooh, Hutchinson getting in his face. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, flags. Look at that. Yeah, he's Damn. on block, but that's great tracking and great tech. I mean, that's Tough good that. disguised defense. That's good disguise. When it comes to disguising defense, you're that quick. Just ready. Yep. Sweet Jesus. That's a cornerback play right there. In a back pedal and then just explode. Yeah. I mean, it's a gamble. It's a it's a gamble. Oh man. It's, <laughs> it's certainly a gamble when you kind of move up, uh, you know, when you're pulling up. That's a guy's safety blanket. That's a QB safety blanket. And you coming up usually means that somebody else is open and he's quick enough to kind of make that happen. That's really what it is, is is being skilled and fast and, and powerful enough to end of play before it gets worse, before a quarterback can take the top off you. Mm-hmm. So you got good long arms. It's another thing that helps him being a good safety. I think they're 30. He's got 31 inch long arms. I think just... it looks, I mean, I know obviously his specialty is defensive back, but it kind of looks like you can put him anywhere on the field mm-hmm. and he's got to make up. He's got to make a play. I believe he was recruited to play the Viper role when we had the other defensive coordinator. And he liked to run a lot of the 335 looks, but have a hybrid safety that he played as a linebacker. Just like, like I said, like Hill would do in this, you know, from time to time. Right. When he made that pick on cover too, he was, he was playing a, a linebacker role. Yeah, why don't I shout out Prince Highlights for this one, too? Prince Highlights, they're uh, the person, the persons behind that. They're the one who have this video up. Daxnell 2021, mm-hmm. Michigan Highlights HD, published on the 13th of April this year. I believe no music on that one, so that's nice. No music is good. Um, oh, yeah, we had this conversation last week. Cannot do the music. Uh, yeah, this guy can get all over. Um 
again, highlights, not lowlights, but from what I've seen, uh, he's kind of like a, he's a bit of a utility knife out there on the defensive side of things. You yeah. know, you get guys who can do everything on the offensive side as far as skill positions go. Uh, and he looks like he can, uh, yeah, he looks like he can go Dexton Hill can't. So I like it. I'm definitely going to move him up in my mock draft. He's the, he's a, he's a back end of the first round, but I think when all things are said and done, he, he could be a, you know, a plus player on the field. I think he could replace a player on most teams, right? Starting 11. Hey, Brian, you got to take that quiz in the top, right? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I don't need to. I know. <laughs> I was looking at it too, and I was like, "That's that's a weird pop up. How'd they get there? <laughs> Make that go away." All right, let's watch some George Karloftis. All right, George Karloftis out of. Purdue. Purdue. Boiler up. Indiana. Indiana. Yes. College. Based, yes. Yeah, based in Indiana. The Boilermakers. Uh, the Boilermakers. That's the home of uh, Drew Brees as well. That's correct. Drew Brees went to school there. I do know yep. that. I have him going seventh in my first mock draft, going to the Giants, the edge rusher out of there. So, um, so, yeah, honestly, when I was watching these earlier today, I didn't see like two, like, nothing that I didn't see in the, like, I'm not trying to discredit or anything. I didn't really see anything that I didn't feel like I seen in the Aiden Hutchinson video. Okay. Right. Like it wasn't like, um, like, I feel like they're, they're comparable. We're, you know, right. Trayvon Walker. That was the other edge that we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, yep. His stuff was disgusting. His stuff was disgusting. And he, he, there's a very good chance he can go number one overall. But Karloftis and Hutchison, their game seemed a little, their highlights seemed similar, similar-ish, if you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Some of their, their skills and abilities. I mean, we'll watch it now, um, but I didn't feel like a drastic difference watching the two of them. Ready? Ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one. All right. Stop and fourth down. That's key. That's good stuff. He moved in the middle of the field. He didn't stay on the edge. He, he moved in the middle. Stopped a uh, stopped a run with the gut. <laughs> you better make that play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was waiting on that one. Number five. Number five of Purdue. Great bull rush. Great, great bull rush. I do like that. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice. Uh, how do I? How do I call it? Nice first, like nice first step. Like he's he's targeted it. He's like a homing missile. He he's 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 locked in. When he gets you know when he gets the ball spiked and he's taking getting up, he knows where he's going. He's got a really nice first push, and it almost takes people aback a little bit. I don't know if they you know what I mean. Where Hutchinson had really great technique, Carl uh, Loftus had really good like just explosive power. I mean, yeah. really, really good. He's got great length. Let's watch if he uses it. Oh, a little hand check there. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude got knocked back, and then Carl yeah. Loftus got that. Yeah. 
I mean, but that's good awareness too. After, you know, a pass gets off, sometimes uh, guys just kind of like to take a break a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, he's got great effort. Yeah. Whistle to whistle. They like to play him in a stand up oh, role. Jesus. I'm oh, scoop and score. Is it him scoring too? Yeah, it is. Scoop and score. He, that boy quick. As the kids say. Boiler up. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Jesus. Just obliterating. I mean, he is like, I mean, he's, he's a big boy, but he plays a lot like, like the, the quickness and such. He, he might be like a linebacker <laughs> in a, in a way, like a, like, I know he's an edge guy, but yeah, he well, reminds no. me of a, I think you're right. More of a stand-up. Yeah. Just like I said, just watching him play, I'm getting. I guess his his highlights are a little bit more cool, a little more exciting than Agent Hutchinson's. I'm not gonna lie. This is from Sports Productions, but um, yeah, he, like. I'm watching him. I feel like I'm watching some of the great linebackers in, in the NFL currently. The, you know, the the Darius Leonard's of the world, the uh oh god, the one from San Fran. Um oh Debo? No, no, no. Uh, uh God dang, he just got <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Um God dang, I can't think of his name. 49ers linebacker. Oh, Bosa? No, Fred Warner. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, the middle linebacker. Yeah, but he plays a lot, like, just the ferocity and just the way he plays. The way he moves is very linebacker-esque. And, you know, all for a good reason. A lot of those edge guys are like, I mean, not they're not big heifers that can't move, but they're more in the power game. He kind of was reminding me of uh, Zadarius Smith. That's a good a one, bit. too. That's a good one, too. But, man, having that kind of talent on the edge. Yeah. I hope Karloftis isn't getting slept on. Well, he'll probably be. No worse than the fourth or fifth edge taken. It's not too bad. No. Probably still be a first-round pick. Most definitely. Yeah. I don't know, man. Some of the stuff I'm watching, I kind of liked what I seen on film. I mean, I already said it, but I, I kind of liked what I seen on film a little bit more than Hutchison. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Hmm. He's the second or the third? George George Karloftis the second is that what I'm seeing? Uh, like. yeah, I'll see the second. No, third. Oh shoot! No, oh, I blew that one. Dang, that's a great name. I'd repeat it too. That is a cool one. I'd give it to my daughter. <laughs> Karloftis sounds like something out of Frozen. Um, 
<laughs> but all right, there's George Karloftis. I he might be one of my like second favorite edge rusher in this draft. I'm not gonna lie. I might yeah. I th- I think I'm penciling him above Aiden Hutchinson. Um, no disrespect, but I mean, obviously my mock draft, it's I, I'm not Hutchinson's the bigger name, but I I'm a big Carl Loftus fan. In three years, we'll see. Let's shake on it right now, right? All right, there let's shake go. it. I'm totally shaking through the blue screen. Good drop. Good job there, blue block. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we're actually gonna are those who are thirsty for some offensive peeps. We got uh, Chris Olave, yay, from Ohio State, uh, one of the higher touted wide receivers. There's a lot of good wide receivers um, in this draft class. Tremendous, tremendous uh, mm-hmm. wide receiver class. Um, there's literally depth probably going well into the second round with some of these guys, but. Um, but yeah, so Chris Olave is our focal point for uh, for our final film film study guy for the 2022 NFL draft, and uh, you know you you being a Michigan guy looking across you know seeing Ohio State the big rivalry game, uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of Chris Olave in your time. Uh, is this a guy? I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it before we went on air. This is this a guy you're kind of hoping the Buffalo uh, lands towards the be- the later part of the first round. If I was a DM in the league and I was picking before the Bills, the Bills would not stand a chance of getting this guy. At least not getting it past me. I think a lot of has got every reason to end up being the best wide receiver in this class because he does everything. And, and as a uh, starting NFL wide receiver, in my opinion, coming into the league right now, you know, he does everything that you need a baseline wide receiver in the NFL to do exceptionally. Like you can't no half. If you're half assing it, if you, if you're, if you're touch slow, if mentally, physically, whatever, and you just can't execute, you won't see the field. There's several guys I, I can think of around the league right now that people bring up in like a fantasy aspect and say like, why doesn't so-and-so get more looks or why isn't so-and-so on the field more or whatever? It's like, because you don't understand how dedicated and, and excellent you need to be as a wide receiver to stay on the field. There's normally only three of you on the field. So to be, you have to be one of the best three on your team out of 32 and then 32 teams. So you're talking about almost a, a top 70 wide receiver, right? Chris Olave, I think to me, will enter the league and he can be a top 70 wide receiver in the league right away. I'm not saying Justin Jefferson and I'm not saying chase. Like I'm not touching any of those guys right now. I'm just saying, but it'll be an instant benefit 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 to a team who drafts. him. He remind there's a lot of like Robert Woods is one of my like favorite comps for him. He's like a more explosive after the catch, like Robert oh, Woods. man, I hope he falls to the Colts, but he won't. He sure as shit won't. I know that much. Um, yeah, I, I liked we. Where did I mock him? I think I mocked him right around that spot too, right around with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Olave. I know New England. I had New England getting him. You were pissed, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want them having a good wide receiver. They have bad wide receivers right now. I like to stay like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. But. Um, 
but yeah, all right. Let's uh let's let's finish it up and uh yeah. let's watch some film. Six foot one, 189 pounds. Mm-hmm. He he ran a four four eight forty. Okay. Not a little quicker. He's one of those guys when we were recording that episode of crafting and drafting and the uh the combine was on and we were all like reacting live to it. He was one of the, the 40 times I came across, I think, that like we were like, whoa. Okay. Guys are going crazy. Probably <laughs> was one of them. It ended up being wrong though. I think because they had him at a four two eight. I'm like, there's no way Chris Olave ran a four two eight. I'm sorry. Like you're good, but you're not like that. You're no Tyreek Hill. Like <laughs> all right. I'm trying to see because you sent me a different video than you have up right now. Oh, did I? Yeah, but I think I found let's print see. highlights again. Print highlights. Yep. All right, I found it. All right, I'm ready. And three. Two. The problem right now, I'll say to anyone that goes to look at this from Prince Highlights is a lot of what I love about Chris Olave, you won't probably see in a lot of these highlights because he's not going to be on screen when he's doing the awesome route running. Right. Because he is so good. He is the best route runner in this draft. No one can convince me otherwise. Damn. Mm-hmm. Dude, his feet are are so slick. I fall in love with Ohio State players, though, because I, I'm jealous most of the time. <laughs> I mean, Stroud, Stroud's got a great arm, too, but he, he's um, next year. He's, he's next, next year. year. I think I hear next year is supposed to be a pretty good quarterback class. Him, him and uh, Bryce Young. We'll see. Yeah, that was a strong play there. I think, yeah, what we might be able to see from this is Whoa. a little bit of contested catch action there. Yeah. That was tough. It's a good catch. I think that's, that's I mean, that's another important trade. I want to see these contested catches. You know, guys getting uh run for, you know, defenders giving a run for their money and, you know, being able to make that play. This, that's, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that makes like D-hop, uh, you know, so electric, right? His 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 contested catchability. Um, mm-hmm. OBJ back when he first started, you know, that was a big thing of his contested catches, um, two on one coverage, like multiple coverage, stuff like that. There's, yeah, that's that's basically the stuff. I, I mean, not not just anybody, any wide receiver can get, get can get open, but I want to see what you do when the pressure's on, and. Uh, there's some decent highlights of that so far. That's good extension for the ball there. Yeah. That was, that was a tougher catch than he made it look. Going up and over a guy. Yeah, that's yeah, like that. Michigan guy. That's pretty cool. Over the shoulder contested. Right, I just I just seen that right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my! That was beautiful adjustment. Like frozen midair. Wow! Look at that adjustment. There we go. Here's some highlights. Those last two plays are phenomenal. Really good. So yeah. So what happened with that? That that last one. He was like running. The ball was like overshot out of bounds, and he just like gave up. He he. Just, I wouldn't say it was a go route. 
but uh, he kind of curled to the outside a little bit. Uh, turned out to the outside and he, he grabbed it. Back pile on catch, almost back to the end zone, at least. He's got great feet, good awareness, great body control. Yeah. Like I said, he does everything you need him to do to be a starting wide receiver on your team already. Day one, ready to go. Then it's just what else can he add to the toolbox? Fun highlights. Once again, they're just highlights. (laughs) Yeah, it's still pretty cool to see what they're good at. And, you know, when you get to that NFL level, you hope to find like a – you know, a coach that can kind of bring the best out of you. So bring that, bring those highlights to, to light as often as, as possible, of course, with good technique and stuff, but uh, yeah, he's got a little bit of human highlight real action kind of going on there uh, with some of his stuff, the body control thing, contested catches. He's, he's kind of checks off those boxes in, in, in my opinion. And from, from what I've seen, what more could you want? We know the windows tighten the national football league for quarterbacks. And uh, yeah, we can make those mid, 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 uh, mid stride adjustments, so to speak awareness, uh, you know, no, just knowing where the ball is tor- torquing your body, uh, not twerking, torquing uh, <laughs> your body to where it needs to be. Then, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good thing. That's a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. I like what Olave brings and you know, we didn't even talk. We didn't really do many wide receivers this for the film study. You did Wilson. I did Garrett. Yes, I did Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think we, we might've did one more. I don't I think we did actually. I, I think it was only, yeah, I think we spread it out. Nice. It wasn't just quarterbacks this time. It was real nice. Um, oh yeah. We, we took our, the uh, two point conversations. Uh, what seems to be official number one quarterback Malik Willis that was your pick <laughs> so after you did that I was like yeah I don't need to do any others yeah no, I was we thinking about Carson Strong just because he's my my throw throw to dartboard guy like maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> you never know these quarterbacks man you never know you don't we don't um but that is it for film room uh for at least a little while everybody um so after this, after next week, which is our mock draft, the 2022 2.0, 2.0, the 2.2.0 mock draft. Uh, it's going to be a lot of just kind of scoping the situation kind of stuff, scoping out what the NFL is like. So, so after, I think, I think we discussed, after the draft, we're going to do like a little draft recap. All right. We're going to do a little draft recap episode. Do, do we want to do drafts? Is it draft grading or is we going to do just off season grading? Hmm. Or do you want to just do kind of a draft, a, a draft thing? Like we, a can, post- we can hand out draft grades, uh, grades as well. Just acknowledging that that could kill some time they for us. They don't mean anything. <laughs> they don't No, They don't. Let's do uh we'll just just do overall off season. Uh we could do oh no, we don't want to do that yet either. Cause we gotta save that. We'll figure it out. We got a lot of fun stuff um, you know, planned for you guys, but this is gonna be kind of our current stuff uh within the next uh like a month and a half. We start our division by division previews. 
uh, which I is my favorite time. That's literally how this show started off four years ago. That was the the first bunch of episodes that we did. So I look forward to every year getting the schedule, seeing how what people have acquired, lost, stuff like that. But uh, we got plenty of good content. You know, we'll, we'll just talk. You know, hot, hot seat coaches and uh, all sorts of jazz. So stick with us. Uh, plenty more fun stuff to go. All right, and uh, of course we're we're going we're doing this five days a week, every single week. All right, plenty of content. We keep it fun. We keep it casual. We're not the know-it-alls that you see on TV. We love doing what we do because uh, we're just like you. We're just like you. Uh, but that is it. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in as always. And on behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two point conversation is. Yeah. Yeah, spot. <laughs>